Monday, everyone. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in to the dose. 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 That's Byron, the beast behind the glass. Do you hear that magical voice of an angel? Mm, yes, quite. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Clevin here, kicking off this week. It's a new week, new opportunities, you might say. Time to turn it up and get it. It's time to ramp up the activity level, I'd say, as we head into uh, essentially mid-December at this point. Definitely not time to go to sleep. Definitely not time to turn it off just yet. You know, you got, you got time for that around the actual holiday or holidays itself. But, uh, you know, there's still some transactions going on out there. There's still some people out there looking and hustling and going into open houses. And there's some people out there that are not slowing down. There's still going to be, what, 8,000 transactions that are going to happen this month? Yep. How many are you going to get of those new pending transactions my man Jonathan Miller's here. I know he's going to get a handful of them, at least. <laughs> at least, right? <laughs> he's going to have some market share, that's for sure. But uh, uh, you know, we left last week, uh, covered a lot of ground last week. Folks can always go back and listen on SoundCloud, but um, covered a lot of ground. I know we talked. You know, we left the hook in terms of going into this week in terms of you know what are you working on? What are you what are you trying to get better on? And before you answer that, that's one of our big things is. We're not going into 2019 as an organization looking for, again, this is full disclosure here, looking for the next shiny object. We're not, you know, we're not looking for that next tool, that next, not to say that we're not going to roll out a few new things and potentially one or two things that are going to be a little bit new to the marketplace. Um, but that's not what's going to necessarily make us better. And that's exactly what we want to do is just that we want to get better at what we're currently doing. You know, we want to, to, to take the systems uh, to take what we, you know, what we're doing and, and just make it better, get better, provide more, more value, more efficient, et cetera. So um, that's what we're, you know, working on. So I spend that question back to you. What are you working on right now? What are you, what are you trying to get better at going into 2019? Trying to get better at, um, well, I mean, going into 2019, um, you know, using other sources of federal funds, right? Um, there's been a, and, and it's, it, it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been decreasing, you know, over the last five years, the amount of um, federal funds that are available for the kind of activity that I've been talking about with mm -hmm. afford, regards to affordable housing. And, um, um, but we're, I'm looking at community development block grant funds and how those can then be applied to the type of real estate activity that I'm talking about. And again, it's understanding the rules, how the funds can be used, how you apply for the funds um, you know, and getting better at, you know, working with municipalities too, you know, um, they put out requests for proposals, you know, um, a lot of times they've land baked, land banked property and, you know, they want to see certain things built and, um, how to, how to strengthen those relationships, deeper those relationships, um, in order to kind of get that development activity going. Gotcha. You know, and a lot of it is, you know, I've figured out that a lot of it is helping them come up with solutions, right? Cause sometimes it's just, you know, the properties that they have are a challenge. You know, we're looking at a couple of them right now that are most definitely a challenge and trying to figure out, okay, what's the best course of action and how is it a win-win, right? Like try to create win-win situations, you know? Um, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a piece of dirt out in Chandler that, that, you know, they've had since the 1980s and nothing's been built on it. It's a pretty prominent corner, um, you know, but how to create a win-win there, right? you know? Yeah, it's you know creating or doing that, doing just that, creating solutions yes. for folks. 
this could be dialed back into the individual buyer and seller. A lot of times that I think that uh, we as agents don't look at ourselves necessarily as, you know, financial, what everyone call analysts, advisors, you know, in terms of kind of trying to dive into somebody's, you know, ultimate, you know, um, you know, situation and try to be a resource. And again, look for those creative solutions for, for folks. Uh, I think that that's another needs to be another tool, another, you know, in the, in the arsenal uh, and a focal, another focal point for folks to start really truly understanding, you know, finance, you know, and, 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 and money and, and, and wealth and being that resource for people outside of just a real estate transaction. How else, what other resource can you be, can you become um, outside of some, just somebody's realtor? And I don't want to say just because it's obviously it's, it's, There's you a know, lot to it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that goes to like working with investors and understanding that cycle and understanding, mm -hmm. you know, cash on cash return and understanding what their rate of return is and all these different things that are helping people understand, you know, the wealth component of real estate or, or how you acquire real estate for rentals. Right. And I mean, there's a lot of different things that are, that are, you know, that that can apply to. And that's value add. That's, that's coaching folks and, in in educating people. Um, and then obviously educating ourselves so that you can go out and then educate, you know, your, your, uh, you know, your, your folks. Um, you know, one thing that, you know, I want to, you know, again, we talked about you being a solo agent, you know, no, with, with not much, you know, staff, <laughs> you know, so I'm going to, I want to come at you right now a All right. Bit and ask you <laughs> and, and, and lobby for you um, to, to, to focus on, on leverage points. Yeah. You, you know, you know what I mean? In our business. Again, no matter what you do, any industry, any business, um, creating those leverage points because it's a lot of times it's, it's tough to give up the reins. It's tough sure. to trust people. It's tough to hire. It's tough to hire the right people, you know, or you get through a person or two or three and you can't find the right person and then you get frustrated and you said, well, I'm just not going to hire. And then, not that you said <laughs> yeah, that because you, know, you, sure. you didn't say that, but I've heard that <laughs> yeah. many, many times. Absolutely. You know, I tried a few people, I can't find the right person. So I'm just going to go, you know, I'm going to go solo, you know, and do, and do my thing. But again, creating those, those leverage points in the ways that you can then grow through people and grow, grow to business. You know, I, I love the, the concept of rich people buy time. Poor people sell time. Yes. Right. Rich people are constantly looking for ways to create leverage. How can they buy time? How can they sub something out? Right. Or how can they hire the right person so that then they can go focus on the highest and best <laughs> use, use of their thing. time, the highest generating, you know, highest revenue generating activity, you know, whereas is as poor people. And again, a lot of times in sales, we get caught up in that. You're essentially trading your time for money, right? Yeah. If you're in sales to a degree, and I'm not saying you have a, you know, that obviously you're not a poor individual, thankfully and humbly, obviously for yourself. And I'm not saying that you think like that either, but it's, it's, we get caught in that when you're in sales and you're working, right? And you're hustling and you're grinding and you're showing and you're writing offers and all this, you're, you're, you're trading your time for money. Absolutely. Right. You're Absolutely. essentially selling your time. Yes. You know, because if you decide to take a month off, two months, three months, right, go away for the whole summer back to wherever you like to go. I don't know. Uh, you know what happens then, right? Now you're no longer trading your time 
for money and you're also not getting paid. That's true. <laughs> you know, right, right. Wheels stop turning. Yeah, the wheels, the wheels stop, the wheels stop turning. So I've had this this line going through my head just repeatedly because it's something that I've tried to do in my in my personal life and my professional life. You know, there's things that I try to sub out and create again, back to these leverage points, even in my personal life, that I know is just not the highest and best use of my time. So are there ways that I could sub it out or bring someone on or, you know, so that again, that I can focus and we all have limited time as well. Sure. Again, it's back to this buying time thing. Absolutely. You know, we've all know that we have the same, we all got the same amount of time in the day, you know, we all, it's all yeah. about how you use it. Yeah. Yeah. So we all know that that, that is the case. So, you know, our, 24 hours in a day, are you going to be buying time or are you going to be selling your time? You <laughs> and know? Uh, my wife probably really appreciates this. Uh, this segment? Yes, this segment very much so. <laughs> well, hopefully she's listening and she holds you accountable. No, uh, I mean, it's, it's remarkable what you've done. And there's there's some folks out there that that don't, you know, like yourself, that don't have these big teams and these big staffs and this big overhead. And I'm not saying to go out there and create all this overhead and this and you know what I mean? And, and staff and reoccurring costs. And because I'm, again, I'm the first one to tell you, I don't like reoccurring sure, you know, absolutely. costs, absolutely. You, know, you know, but there's ways to obviously create, you know, these, these opportunities in your business and down to different, you know, whether it's an admin or a buyer's agent, or even down to a, a, a you know, a, a transaction coordinator, I mean, something that's simple, but where, where can you find these things that, so that you can focus on the highest and best use? Because what, what's the number one thing you should be doing all the time? Prospecting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a rainmaker, yeah. right? So, you know, if the concept is that, and I know you get this, is that you pushing paperwork around when your time is worth a lot. Mm-hmm. Sure. Doesn't make financial sense is if you could pay somebody 10, 12, $15 an hour to do that very same job. Yep. Right. So that's my lobby for you <laughs> going into 2019 as we all, you know, try to look for things that we're doing because again, I mean, you're, you doubled up, you know, yeah. almost doubled year over year. I mean, it's remarkable what you're, what you're doing, you know, for being a one man band. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you're, you're absolutely a fraction of a fraction of a percent of people that are able to, to do what you do with, with, you know, no help, no TC, no, nothing. So, man, I'm just I'm excited to see, what, <laughs> to see what you could do if you did create some leverage, sure. right? Yeah. So, and then again, as we as we build businesses, uh, because obviously you're at that point, you know, transaction counts. I know you talked about being one of your one of your you know metrics. Uh, you know, you're to that point where you obviously have a tremendous business built, and how how do we continue to grow it? Sure. You know. So, how do you continue to grow it? You know, I'll, I'll turn this around on you. <laughs> How do we continue to grow going in, going into 2019? I mean, I know you spoke a little bit about this in terms of kind of getting deeper with relationships. Yeah, and- absolutely. And, and expanding those relationships and, um, you know, um, yeah, looking, looking out, you know, to who else's, you know, needs what I have to offer. Right. You know, and a lot of that is, is knowledge, right. And who could really benefit from the knowledge that I have, you yeah. know, um, yeah. Yeah, and then communicating that right, being 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 able our, to our, effectively yeah. communicate that our, right. Yeah, absolutely. Articulate to that 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 to the consumer, you know, and um, you know, get all these. We 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 talk here and there about you know disruptors and things like that in the marketplace, and you know, use what they're using too. You know, I I, I we're going to start running some campaigns ourselves 
that are you know going to be maybe out of some other people's playbooks. We're all pirates in this business and sure. in business in general. And uh, you know, there's some sales you know tactics and things that are being used uh, to convey a message, and other people can deliver on that very same message. So you know, you don't always have to recreate the will, but. On that note, I do want to say thank you to Alliance Property Inspections and VIP Mortgage for all that you guys do. Have a great day. We'll be back for uh, one more uh, segment with Mr. Jonathan Miller. Guys, have a great day. See ya. See ya.